Right then, welcome or welcome back to the Midnight Podcast, where we have super in-depth, authentic, super transparent, open conversations with an array of different entrepreneurs from many different industries. I really want to make this a podcast known for going super in-depth on loads of topics that other podcasts are scared to speak about. I feel like most stuff out there these days is just super surface level, super vanilla, and doesn't really answer the questions that viewers and listeners want to hear. So that's what we're trying to do. Keep it real and keep it raw. I'm sure you'll get a huge amount of value listening or watching the pod wherever you are. And if you do, don't forget to subscribe, recommend it to a friend, leave a like and a comment and just let us know what you think. And yeah, really hope you enjoy this episode. Right then, back with episode... 31, I think, of the Midnight Pod. I just said I wouldn't put an episode number on it, but I do it out of habit every time. We've got Franco Crean, who up? is the youngest guest we've ever had on the fucking pod at 18 <laughs> years old. Um, but it's got an interesting story. And I actually went on Franco's pod, the 44 pod, what, like a month, maybe a bit over a month it ago? Was around, yeah, like around a month ago. It's very therapeutic, just sitting there talking about like fucking life on the other end. And hopefully yeah. that's what you can do today it was, as well. It was, it was a deep combo. It was very deep it, combo. It, it, to be we fair. went in. I was in like an emotional state at the time about a few things so I just let it all rip on that fucking pod but I think it was good to fill that five year gap prior yeah. to the shit I started talking I mean, about do, on the pod do you do like a lot of podcasts like I know you've been on I remember that was I've like only ever been ago. on I've been asked to go on a load yeah. well I say a load like three or four recently off Twitter but they're all like the classic Zoom ones where it's yeah, like it's some kind in America who wants to just yeah. I went on two previously like years ago one like four years ago one two years ago and then nothing nothing else I can't lie, podcasting is just, it's just fun. Like, it is fun. I, I really enjoy it. Like, it just, is fun, yeah. It's always just therapeutic and shit. But mm-hmm. um, I guess, as usual, I don't do any fucking research on my guests. <laughs> and I have like, an idea of like their background and like what they do and their credibility and shit. Um, but yeah, I'm going to fucking wing it and just learn a lot about you today, I suppose, Sick. and your story. Sounds but um, first question, as always, is just who are you, what do you do? And I guess for you, there's probably... Well, there's certainly less, well, it depends when you started your shit, but being young doesn't necessarily mean you're inexperienced. And I think that's a misperception a lot of people have online in like the Twitter sphere and shit. And yeah. I mean, I hadn't even started e-com when I was your age. So that, that's, yeah. that's the interesting thing. The thing, thing. is obviously I just, like, I'm 18 now, right? I first like made a Shopify store in like 2017. So yeah. that, that was like ages ago, right? I was, I was like, I think I was yeah, 14. Far. Like if it, I mean, obviously ages, <laughs> ages ago, I don't know. Yeah, but but four, four, four years. So if you, if, I mean, to me, it feels like that's probably enough time to, I guess, I don't know, fail enough to deserve to win. Like, I guess sort of my sort of time, like that's it. Like I yeah. just feel, I don't feel like it's like, oh, you know, I got Shopify working when I was like, mad young. No, it's because I just started when I was like very young and then, mm. You know what I mean? I was consistent enough, I guess, to get it to work like two years later, yeah. which you probably expect. Hmm. And was that always like dropshipping then? Yeah, at least you dropshipping. And I guess, yeah, back, back to the question, like introduce myself, who am I? Yeah, yeah, who so am I? Go, um, go right back to the start. And I think it's always useful to go like chronologically. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And right. just kind of bring us up to date and then we can dive into loads so, of shit. Pretty much, my name's Franco. Um, I'm 18 years old. Uh, I live in London. Um, this is actually like, I think I move out in like five days. So yeah. You're moving to Argentina, aren't you? Yeah, man. Monk mode, monk mode in Argentina. Uh, it's yeah. be interesting. But yeah, okay, pretty much I've been doing like dropshipping e-commerce um, literally since again, like 2017. So for quite a while. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've pretty much done every business model that there is, honestly. Like obviously I tried the whole like trading thing. I tried, you know what I mean? This and that. Mm. Um, I, I used to Depop dropshipping. Like I used to do dropshipping on eBay all when I was like 13, 14 to like yeah. try and just get money here and there because like 
there's no ad spend on their platforms, right? Mm. So it would it was just easy. I, I was making like, I don't know, one to 2K profit like a month in school, like when I was like high school and stuff, like on the site. Like, so I, I've, I've never really like worked a job. I've always tried to do things online. Yeah. I've always tried to like find a way. I guess that's pretty much what I did in terms of that. But yeah, so been doing drop shipping, I guess, for quite a while. Um, got it to work March, like it was like March, April, 2020 time. Um, so yeah, I guess literally just start of like the lockdown pretty much. I remember mm. it was like what a month into like the actual lockdown. Yeah, it was and a boom for a lot of people. I, I don't know. Yeah, literally, and I, and I was kind of like, obviously, yeah, it was like a lockdown. It's, it's a lot going on, but like, I was just kind of happy to just not be at school anymore. You know, this was mm. before like I left school, right? Yeah. Um, and I was just happy to just not be at school. So I literally had time to like focus through all that. And actually, uh, it was interesting is like a month or two before the lockdown, I had my first like, agency client. Cause I run like a marketing agency, right? Uh, kind of like I'd say more on the side. Wait, do you? I don't yeah, know. man. Yeah, all right. I have an this agency. This is confusing. There's a lot, lot of things going on. <laughs> Honestly, but I have like an agency. Um, so it's just like Facebook ads, right? Yeah. It's nothing like too too crazy. Um, but every, I had my every first man client. and their dog is an agency these I days. Swear that, yeah, honestly. But that's what I mean. I started it again because it's one of those things where you don't really need to invest such money because I, I didn't have much money, right? So I just yeah. I mean, I got my first client. Like then it was it was a two point five k retainer. And I would pretty much had like no Facebook ad experience anyway. Like I had like 400, 500 pounds, like just with like stores that never worked, like mm. experience, I guess. Um, but the client took a risk on me and gave me a pretty nice retainer. And then, yeah, I kind of learned Facebook ads from like using their ad account, I guess. Yeah. Like uh, to be fair, I got them good results, but obviously like it was, you know, regardless of the money, like I, I learned a lot from it. And that was, you know, I, I actually a lot to that because you know, I, I mean, that's, that's the, the reason why I started the agency as well. So I can sort of like, practice on other people's money I guess yeah and it worked out but yeah that's that's pretty much it and obviously yeah drop shipping full time since 2020 April which is when I had like my first like winning product mm. winning product yeah I remember those days <laughs> this is the thing man because you, you did drop shipping when was it I guess peak would have been like 2016 17 18 Jesus yeah. man that's like when I only first heard about it yeah, it's mad. So, like, going back to when you were 14 then, I mean, fucking sounds even silly saying, like, 14, <laughs> because I wasn't even... I, I, like, thought I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I never did anything, like, actually online until I was, like, 18. But how did you... Like, what was the trigger to... What, what was the first thing you did? Because, obviously, you mentioned agency, dropshipping, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. eBay. Bro, yeah, I mean, I did, I did a lot, but I guess... Um at the start, it was more like unsophisticated stuff, trying to just get something to work, you know? Mm. So I guess, yeah, it, it pretty much started, I guess, the whole like online thing, sneaker reselling, you know, it's very standard. Yeah. I it literally like the whole like Yeezy trend. I was what, like 13, 14 when it was sort of like popping off. Mm. Maybe even actually 15. Um, it was that sort of like timeline, I guess. Um, but that's where I like started to get, you know, some sort of funds. And obviously I only did it because, I don't know, I was in school. I wanted to, you know, get some money. I, I Here's the thing. I always felt so like, I just despised like asking my parents for like money to, just to get something. I was like, it's why, why am I asking like, for, like mm. to get like some clothes or something? It's like, it's pointless. And obviously like, I just wanted to just get my own money. So I, and also so they didn't like question what I buy, you know what I mean? So I could just do whatever I want to do yeah, with my yeah. money. Um, so I guess that's why I kind of got started. Um, and then, you know, it sort of opened up the whole world of entrepreneurship, I guess, uh, going from there. And then, you know, obviously I kind of wanted to just get more and more money pretty much. And uh, you yeah. go to school in London? Nah, man. Elsewhere. No, I, I, I actually. So I'm from like a village, uh, which is kind of like I say, like near Birmingham. It's like 30, 40 minutes away from Birmingham. But right. yeah, I mean, we went to a village there. But you're originally from Argentina, right? Am mm. I making that? No, I, no, no, you make it up. So pretty much, oh, right. my, my, my family, my that. family is. I'm, okay. I'm half Argentinian. Yeah, yeah. That's what um, I mean. my, my mom's from Argentina. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, 
you're 14 doing online shit. <laughs> like, because the question I always get is like, how do you meet people that are doing similar shit? And like, where does that come from? I yeah. assume, were you like the only person at school that was interested in that shit or what? To be fair, yeah. Especially like the whole shop, I think obviously there's, I think there was like one, maybe two people doing like sneaky reselling, but nothing really properly. I'd say I was always like the guy like that's doing it, but but no one really knew me for it because I, I didn't really tell anyone what I did mm. to be honest with you. I kept it very um, quiet. I, I don't know. I, I just never really like sort of telling like too many people. So yeah, yeah. got like three cameras pointing at me now talking about what I do, but, but I guess back yeah. then I didn't really like sort of people like, not knowing, but I just didn't really want to just, I mean, it's not important i guess it's just sneaky resell on the side it's not that big of a deal yeah, and then the whole shop i think yeah so um it was just because I, I i did so many things that like pretty much all of them failed you know so it didn't really like i never really had anything to post about or talk yeah, about yeah. you know um but yeah so i guess in terms of like actually meeting people like networking because i did do like quite a few things to try and like network back then like i think it was when i was 14 so 2017 or 2018 I can't remember it was that sort of time mm. I don't know if you've ever been to one of them but I, I got an email from Shopify it's like they did like an event yeah I've never been to one I, I've yeah. seen the emails never been to one though yeah I, I got the email and I went it was like a free event in Birmingham right yeah and um, I don't know it, Shul was there this is when Shul wasn't even like too too crazy yeah, um, yeah. but they, they they were hosting uh, like a whole thing about it so, oh really I, I don't think it was obviously it wasn't like the, the owners but it was like uh, the mm. performance marketing team I think yeah yeah um, and yeah so I, I literally just went I was on my own so I, I to be fair it was even a big thing for my parents to let me go to Birmingham because obviously yeah. I was like 14, 15 fucking hell 14 <laughs> but I was so like funny. I have to go you know like it, it looked it looked really good um, so I, I went um, it, it was a really good event to be fair and, and obviously like everyone's like freaking out they're like everyone wanted to speak to me which is pretty cool. Like everyone wanted to- Because you were so young. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was a baby face, man. I've got the yeah. most baby faces. So like everyone wanted to speak to me. And I don't know why also, it's so random. It was a free shop event. So I don't, I don't know how they funded it, but literally I remember after this, I don't know why I remember this, but they ordered like, like there, were, there was a good amount of people there. It wasn't like that packed, mm. but it was like the cinema actually. But they ordered like 30 or 40 like pizzas. They ordered just so many pizzas. And they, there yeah. was just like, only, only like, a few people went and ate. Like, so there was just like stupid amount of pizzas left out. I don't know why I always remember that, but yeah, Shopify, you're wasting your money, man. Yeah, fucking hell. So when did you, did you finish school? Like A-levels and shit? Because I guess you're literally A-level age, which is mad. Because yeah. that feels like fucking age ago for me. So, I mean, I, I didn't do A-levels. I did B-techs in the end. Um, so I did like football with, with school. Yeah. Um, obviously I went to like high school, whatever. And then um, back back in sort of my area. And then uh, I, I did like football. And I wanted to, it was actually like a football education program with Aston Villa. So it was pretty good. Um, and pretty much what we'd get to do was we'd like play a game every Wednesday. We'd, um, I don't know, like train every day. And then also we do school. Yo, fellas, quick one. First bit of promo for the pod. You may or may not have heard, I released a fucking e-com course a few months ago. Basically spent like six months making it because I was in between businesses, as you probably know, if you follow my shit. I must say, 12 hours long, it's fucking quality content. I was gonna drop it at like 1,500 quid with some bullshit guru-y webinar and all that rubbish, but as you know, it's not my main thing. I'm working on a new brand right now, very, very fucking much in the trenches, which is why I think it's actually a better course than everything else out there because it's built on real experience of my brands in the past and my current one. I think it's super, super valuable. If you're interested in e-com, you're already in e-com and you want it to get into e-com zero to one starting a brand from scratch then definitely worth investing in link is in the bio of this video or podcast spotify apple music wherever the fuck you're listening or watching and enjoy the rest of the pod hmm. so that was pretty good um so i went to school there i'd had to get like train like every day like an hour or whatever to birmingham to go to school um but it, it was worth it and whatever but they were always really lenient with me the, 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 the teachers there were really nice now i'll touch on in a second about what sort of happened in the end because i, I 
sort of stopped going to school. Um, but yeah, they would always that's what, like, that's what I'm trying to work out. That's the thing. They, they, they would always ways. let me just like, I don't know, just like be late. I'm not to say that, yeah, whatever, but they, they would always let me kind of, they'd be very lenient, right? Hmm. And then anyway, lockdown happened, whatever. I actually made quite a bit of money, you know, through like e-commerce and stuff. And I kind of wanted to do it full time. Uh, I got back into school, September. I was like, this is not for me, man. And then literally by October time. When was this, September 20? Uh, it was right after lockdown. So it was, when is that? September 2021? 2021, yeah, I guess. Oh, shit, recently. Like six months ago. Yeah, I guess. Is it 2021? I, I can't remember, bro. I can't yeah. Remember. I can't, it feels like, I don't know, it feels like quite a while ago. Now, uh, surely it's 2020. Uh, yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah, 2020. So September 2020, I guess. So I went back into school and then October time, by October, I'd already been like, nah, this is not for me. And then, because um, I'd always, I'd never really wanted to go to school. To I, even if mm. I remember like GC level, I was like, oh, I want to drop out. Telling my mom I want to drop out. She was like, yeah. you're not dropping out. And then, um, yeah, so I was doing like BTECs and then I spoke with my teachers, had a conversation with them, sort of told them what, what it is that I do. Because again, no one had a clue sort of what I was doing. I actually gave them my product. <laughs> I guess it was a bribe. <laughs> I literally gave them, because uh, I had like custom packaging. Hold Help up, you math to just start a fucking store. <laughs> No, they, they, I swear they, they, they literally they were, they were giving like they were asking me questions like oh how do you find like these products like I want to start one <laughs> they were like, we asking me all these questions <laughs> and stuff and then um, but yeah in the end they, they kind of we worked, reached an agreement I guess and uh, I, st- I stopped going to school uh, I didn't have to go to school anymore but um, I did end up actually getting grades I, I don't know how to be honest with you uh, it worked out kind of nicely I didn't really have to do much I pretty much did like no work um, I guess after the point of me stopped going um, but they, we kind of worked out a, I don't know, an arrangement and yeah, I, I got my grades in the end. Um, but I stopped going to school from October, 2021 uh, or 2020, I guess. Yeah. So when did you make like dropshipping work? You said you made a bit of money and shit. Like when was that? Cause obviously you've been doing this shit since you're like 14. Yeah. <laughs> which man. I keep laughing at cause it's like, <laughs> seems so young. But um, when did you like crack it? So. And so how did you do that? I suppose. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So basically I'd pretty much like, I guess total dropshipping revenue up until my first winner was like, I don't know, probably a thousand, like literally pretty much nothing, right? Yeah. I, I never actually had any like success, never really had any product that sort of clicked at all. Mm. Even though this was back in the day when it was supposed to be much easier, but obviously I was just clueless. I didn't, I kind of pretty much went into self-taught other than like, obviously YouTube, I never really bought any courses, but yeah. um, other than like one that I got scanned with, but yeah. Um, basically, um, yeah, so like April, like times when I had my first product that worked, the Galaxy Projector. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, 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 bang, man. That 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 was. I mean, I guess I was Classic. pretty early to it. Like, actually, there's not two of those fucking next door. Then. Oh god, no surprise, man. You probably pulled off me. No, yeah. definitely not. Um, but but you know what I mean. Like that was um when it it popped off. So I kind of got on it early. And there's a funny story of actually the ad that I ran. Um, so pretty much, obviously, um, yeah. So April 2020 time is when my first product worked. Um, Everyone locked inside, interior lying was exactly, banging. just buying from me, I guess. And then yeah. literally I went from like, yeah, the store was like obviously from scratch. So I guess total revenue, I'd done like a thousand. And then within 20 days, I'd done a hundred thousand. Mm. You know, so it scaled like pretty fast. Um, and then literally consistent hundred thousand months for quite a while. Um, and then I started to get other products, you know, running obviously uh, simultaneously. Yeah. Um, and then since then it's just, I don't know, full time, you know what I mean? And how are you scaling that? Purely Facebook or TikTok or what? So obviously back then there was no real like TikTok ads, um, mm. but Facebook ads was huge for me. Um, so I started with Facebook ads, scaling it up, and then Snapchat ads was pretty big as well. And then Google was pretty big as well. Cause I mean, we actually sold neon lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I, I I'm sure that. you know, Google ads 
fucking bangs. Yeah. Big print. I, I believe we were getting like a 20 rows or 10 rows. It was, it was insane. Yeah. Uh, for the neon lights. Um, so yeah. And did you start with literally like zero money then? Because obviously a, a lot of people always say, and like I've had so many questions over the years, like how would you even get started in drop shipping? Because mm. like people say you can start with no money, but you can't start with literally no money. So like obviously there's a balance. And then when you're trying to make ads work, you got to invest a bit of money to fucking get some momentum, yeah, get some yeah. data, get shit moving. So how, how did that work for you? Because people always ask me that and I'm like, fuck, I don't even remember when I first started running ads back in like yeah. 2016. I mean, I guess obviously I just like, just before I had a little bit of money from obviously um, Depop dropshipping, which mm. is, if you guys don't already know, like Depop's like just an app like eBay or something like that, um, where I list products like on eBay onto Depop and mm. I just take a cut. So yeah, I, I yeah. made probably like, I don't know, a few thousand max, like probably like 4,000. Yeah. I think I had like 3,000 left. And then, yeah, I'd, I did like a store or two just before my main winner and I'd had like a thousand left in my bank after that because they didn't work. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so I guess I had like a little bit of money, a few thousand from just previous like drop shipping yeah. from platforms, I guess, and uh, where it's organic, you know, where I don't need mm. to pay for ads. So I guess that's kind of how I started it. And I used that money to go, because I always wanted to get Shopify to work. I always came back to Shopify because I was like, regardless of what I'm doing deep up with, like, it's, it's not scalable at all mm. because it's literally it's more limited like to them. That sort of shit, it's more like, I don't even call it a business. It's exactly. more like a, it's like a hustle or it's like that's a legal exactly scheme online to just get some bread yeah, when you're like super young. Yeah, and it was just a little bit of thing. And that's the thing, obviously, I knew for a fact that all the money I made, like I said, I literally said this out loud, like it was, it was, it was, I was like, I'm literally going to reinvest everything mm. because obviously I was what 16. It's like, it doesn't really matter. Like, <laughs> yeah, legit. I, you know what I mean? I, I, even now I feel like 18, like it doesn't really matter. Like I can just reinvest pretty much most stuff. Like, especially like if, if it doesn't work out, it's still mm. not that, that big of a deal, I guess. That's kind of how I see things. Yeah. So how did you, was it literally you running everything then when shit started to work? Like uh, when you say you found a winner, cause yeah. I always laugh at this shit. Cause like <laughs> I, I, I view it as like a meme nowadays when yeah. I used to do this shit, like finding winners and shit. <laughs> like were you testing loads of products? Uh, back then. This is so like nostalgic for me. Cause I, fair, I used to do this shit. Yeah. I used to launch like three products a day. Really? Yeah. Back, back at like I've never day. been a mass tester. A mass I'm, test. Uh, <laughs> is, is that a term? I'm cringing. Um, no, nah, I guess uh, pretty much. I've never, again, I've never been a mass tester. I, I, I had probably five, six, seven products max that I've tested until that winner. Yeah. But I guess every single store that I, I run, I know for a fact that it's going to like work before. It's like, I guess, yeah. Like, yeah, there's product testing, but I'm like very sure, you know, like I, I, everything yeah. is lining up. It's, it's mm. like literally everything is lining up for it to work. You know, I've analyzed everything and I only run products that other people are making money with right now I'm not trying to be the first to reinvent the wheel when it comes mm. to drop shipping at least yeah. you know because like I have the proof that someone's making money with it I'm just going to do better than them and like improve on them yeah so how long did that last that product because oh, that's the thing like back in the day yeah, drop shipping I got it to like 800 grand a month at one point back in the day Jesus but then I've never been at that level that's, that's crazy I mean it wasn't the margins weren't that big but I'm just chasing revenue to be honest mm. but I just wanted that big screenshot but um, <laughs> shit would die you know yeah. a month or ad account problems etc etc oh. I'm sure you've had all that <laughs> so how long did that work and then what, what came next so so that one product the guy that's projector I guess I was running I said the one product I also had other products in the store yeah. it wasn't like it started off with the guy's projector but then it became a lot more it was actually I would say probably as, as close as you can get to the branding level of dropshipping like yeah. the whole like branded thing because yeah, we yeah. had custom packaging mm. we had very like fast shipping like we because 
it's like we had stock in China that I'd like already prepaid for. It was it was still from China, but it's yeah, like yeah, it yeah. wasn't like they had to source it, you know. Yeah. Um. So we had all that. We had custom notes. We had it, mm. it was a proper proper business. Um. But it lasted for a year, I would say, maybe a little bit less. Um. So it was, it was a decent amount of time, and we even got like offers to like uh, exit and stuff. Like there was, there was it, it built up pretty well, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and and it, it, the social media page was huge. Um, even <laughs> I remember the one like the main ad that we scaled it was mm. the TikTok and it got like 15 million views plus and pretty much like just because we obviously scaled it like ads even like Snoop Dogg commented and he's like oh, oh I, really? I copped one I need like a few more Fuck it's yeah. like I think I honestly I feel I feel like that one comment attributed like get so many sales yeah, probably because it was like the first thing people saw and it's literally the, the most social proof you could need Snoop Dogg by the yeah, verified account projector. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's mad. so do you spend more on Facebook or TikTok what now well or then, back then with, with so that product and then, that brand there's nothing on TikTok because it wasn't it didn't exist but it right. did well we got beta access to it so we were, I was super early to TikTok ads but the ad that got 15 million views that, that was that was Facebook uh, Instagram like you know, oh Instagram, right okay Instagram feed um, so yeah so back then it was definitely pretty much the majority of stuff was sort of Facebook mm. uh, 100% and even now like I do TikTok ads definitely um, I've sort of got more of a team now who kind of handle that stuff but uh, Facebook ads still still pretty big because obviously I don't know people you know sort of thinking get the impression that Facebook is kind of dying out yeah everyone's just obsessed with TikTok right now but I'm I don't know I see a little bit through it Mm. I feel like I don't know it's it's, it's, obviously Facebook is the biggest platform in the world I guess you know if you think about it obviously well I don't know maybe TikTok's sort of uh, competing now yeah it's interesting that yeah so what happened when that died and what happened next in terms of what you started working on yeah for sure so I already had like a few products still running so I guess I had like other stores that I was focusing on and all that like I had another one that was doing pretty well mm. um, but I guess from then on you know I just started focusing on the stores and also I, was, I built my agency to an alright level I guess it was like doing like 10k a month profit um, yeah. at that sort of point because I had like results so it was so, so much when easier. you start that then because like <laughs> fucking hell all these people doing a billion different things yeah like, it, gets, it gets a little bit overwhelming especially dropship when you've got like so many different products and just stores yeah. open it's like just a headache mm. that's the only thing um, but yeah agency obviously I started it I guess I, I started it so long ago like, I remember cold calling when I was like 15 going to like oh, meetings shit. and stuff acting like way I was, back yeah this is this was ages ago but uh, again I feel like I've tried everything in the book when it comes mm. to actually getting something to work but I didn't even make like I remember I spent the whole summer focusing on it when I was like 15 I was, it must have been 2019 a whole summer focused on my agency I didn't get a single client you know I did so many cold calls but I was doing it wrong like why was I trying to get local businesses you know like mm. that's not the way online is literally the future right so yeah I mean that's a whole other story but I guess I have some of my first clients so I kind of see it I guess my agency started um, February 2020 so right before my first winner and then you know I started to get more clients more clients more clients and kind of built up uh, and then yeah I guess between July so you've been running basically since you started having success with the online stuff you've been running the agency and and your dropshipping stores at the same time yeah I feel like they go quite like hand in hand yeah so how about 2021 then like pretty much a year after 2021 was, was a pretty big year for me to be fair not, not, so not what was the focus like, dropshipping wise and, and agency and, and uh, how did that split I'm trying to build the picture yeah yeah trying to sort of get an idea um, I mean it, definitely 2021 agency started going a lot more than uh, I guess uh, I thought it would um, but mainly yeah dropshipping is still like dropshipping has always been my bread and butter man mm. like and it still is you know like I've still got a bunch of stores running but I guess yeah like especially um 
kind of like back then yeah 24 i mean it's, it's always been a balance honestly like it literally has always been a balance there's never been like one too crazy more than the other like I, again i don't you don't i'm not i'm not sending 20 30 looms a day you know i'm not, I'm not yeah. doing all the outreach like i'm not too crazy like i just have like a few core clients which just serve me pretty well it's like mm. i'm just making them good money and it works out it's just no-brainers and like again like if i, if I have a client that i don't like then it's gone you know like i don't yeah, really have yeah. to worry about it um but 2021 was a bit of like a crazy year for me that, that was when I, I first like moved out um and mm. i started experiencing life i guess like going obviously from like just like living in a village to living in like london the sea yeah that. like i don't know like i guess people call it a risk moving out like 17 um, yeah it's pretty yeah you know what i mean i don't know and, and my parents thought i was crazy when I, when I sort of suggested it you know but I don't know. It, 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 I feel like I just wanted to get myself out of my comfort zone and like actually just just get it done because I'm going to move like these, these type of places at some point. Mm. I may as well just do it now. Yeah. So in terms of like scale, then like yeah. obviously dropshipping doing way way more than agency in terms of revenue. Like, how did that look in 2021? Like, what, what sort of numbers are you pumping? It's, it's like 100k months uh, with like obviously my uh, stores. So I mm. guess that's like always been kind of like doing that. Like and how many months. stores? I always laugh when people say stores because I, 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 I take the piss out of it now, but we can get onto that shit. But um, yeah, how many? And and, and, and why I, do you I, have always, multiple? Because yeah. I never used to be like that. I really? When I was back, I, I mean, I only did drop shipping focus for like 18 months, really. 18 months to two years when I was traveling. That's, and then I got back it. into like the brand building like space. Two years, pretty much. Yeah, in terms of like oh, wow. pure like AliExpress, not trying to build brands with custom products. Yeah, well, less what, than two years. Why did you stop if it was like... Because it became very unfulfilling. I think I spoke about this in your podcast. Yeah. And I was just like, I was getting so many out-of-count bands and shit. Oh, and then yeah, I, yeah. I know people that have, are still dropshipping now. Mm. But I wonder where, like, and they're like much older than you, like my age. And I wonder where they're going with it though. Because it's like, they're always looking for the next, I, I know what the you next mean. kind this, of scheme to make it work, to I keep agree. having an income rather than compounding their efforts. I agree. I feel like, especially as you but start I think at your age, <laughs> fucking hell. I mean, I don't want to be ageist because it's obviously more about experience, but mm. I still think, yeah, I, I don't think it's like a problem to be fucking drop shipping, like when you're 18. But I think people that do it for like 10 years and don't ever progress, that's where it becomes like, The bigger picture is, of course, branding. Mm. Of course, because that, that's just where, you know, the, the real money's at. Like, yeah, yeah. You can, these hundreds of thousands, like, yeah, that is like real money, right? But like, obviously, you, you can't exit you know a dropshipping store for, for eight nine like figures yeah. you know what I mean like that, that's not yeah people or, seem to think I mean God, God knows if that's happened but, <laughs> but you know what I mean like that's yeah. not realistic so obviously the real money is, is in branding and the exit and I guess for me yeah I still do dropshipping you know it runs, it runs up good money I make good money from it um, you know and I'm, I'm trying to sort of like you know reinvest and I guess you know do all that that, that whole thing I guess um, but the main thing for it is, is the skills you know I'm, I'm, I learned, I, I've learned so much from doing it and it's, it's been mm. the biggest like learning experience like, you're literally getting paid to learn I guess when you get good yeah, at it like, I do agree and, and I, I'm sure you wouldn't have been able to like do, the, do all the things that you've done now like without like dropshipping and I feel like that's why most people in e-commerce start with dropshipping anyway like, obviously that's not the main reason but yeah, it's like it's, I, I think you basically have to yeah like it's, it's 100% the best way to get started I think like just figuring out you know basic shit how to set up a website how to fucking brand something to a basic level how to market in it like it's yeah. If people were put in a room for two years and told to make a dropshipping store, I think they'd be better off than doing most degrees. Honestly, well, I mean, to be fair, if you do most online, most businesses yeah. anyway, for, 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 for two years, you, you'll learn so much yeah. to probably outweigh a degree. No, I completely agree. It's like, yeah, like I'm just thinking back to when I did all that shit. I mean, I, 
I like tried to have a clothing brand and ship. I, I did have a clothing brand actually mm. before I got into dropshipping that was like called Dusk, which I tweeted about the other day, which I never really speak about on here. Did you I speak about it on the mentioned. podcast? Yeah. I, I, th- I think I remember you. That got to like low six figures in revenue and it was like, it was like a clothing brand. It was back when I was like 21. But, um, and then me and my mate fell out, we had a legal dispute and then I fucking God. went traveling and going to dropshipping. <laughs> so I was like, how, how can I make as much money as possible quickly yeah, with e-com? Yeah, that was basically yeah. the mindset at the time. And then came full circle back to building brands and whatever. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's the best way people to get started. But I- I'm always confused how to... I feel like not the best person to answer the question that people always ask me. You probably get it all the time as well. You'll get someone... I get DMs saying, like, I want to get into e-commerce and people that know fucking nothing because everyone knows nothing when you start. Mm. But they're like... I actually had a DM the other day and I fucking answer all my DMs because I feel like it's like God's work or some bullshit. <laughs> but this guy said, I, I want to start a brand, but I don't have any money or experience like should I do drop shipping and I was like well you can't. so we know it's hard to put myself in that position again but what would you say to that I mean I mean, obviously if you've got like, the money how does someone get started and, and what should they focus on if they've got a thousand quid you know okay in your That's experience so, so when it comes to like so because I get a question a lot it's like how much do I need to start drop shipping yeah that's always the question yeah I guess the way that I see it and the way that I sort of you know positioned it myself as well I was like okay I'm not going to be able to like comfortably be drop shipping spending money on ads mm. because obviously that's how you're going to get well okay there's 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 two things actually this is this just made me made me realize um but obviously okay if we're talking paid i'm not going to be comfortably be able to test products consistently and like actually you know take one l and be able to straight away jump and make a new store and start testing a product you won't yeah. be able to do that comfortably unless you have in my opinion two thousand pounds yeah i agreed right? i would say because i feel like testing product wise you can probably drop shipping wise you can work out if the products, you can get an idea if the product's going to work or not within around 200 pounds, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that, that's what I said in terms of that. However, there's massive opportunities that's come up very recently. Huge opportunity, which is making people go from pretty much, I don't know, uh, nothing you yeah. know, to, to, to a lot. And I don't know if you, you know, it's obviously TikTok organic, you know, like. I see that, uh, I hear sure, all sure about that on, t- on Twitter all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it is the new buzzword, to be honest with you. I don't yeah. feel like. Um, but, I mean, it pays. Like, if you think about it, you literally just have to upload a TikTok and then you can, like, get, like, that breakthrough, which is which is nuts. Yeah. So, what was that? I think you probably saw this. There was those, that, like, back cracking product <laughs> that yeah. people say, people have, like, calculated it did three million quid organically or some bullshit which I don't know how true that is but yeah. like although you know it could have done that because yeah. it got like a hundred million organic views Jesus yeah which is insane like you'd have to spend millions on ads to get that on Facebook it's crazy like if you think about the actual like all the impressions that must bring just the, the, the eyes on that that product and that store but yeah I don't know, TikTok, I've, here's the thing, I'm not qualified to talk about TikTok Organic at all. You know, I, I, I've never really done it too much. I've got a team actually that do it for my mm. stores. Like I've got like um, a team and they upload, I don't know, three to five TikToks a day um, to a try day, and get some to go viral. Yeah. And then it's perfect for me because obviously I run ads. So I then use that as content. Um, yeah. So it goes hand in hand. So I guess anyway, regardless of if they go viral or not, I'm happy because I'm paying them and I'm getting content. Mm. So it works out. However, I don't know, TikTok Organic is definitely probably the, the, the next like gold 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 mine. I, I, don't, I don't know I feel like you know I've, I've got friends personally as well who have literally just you know posted to, even right outside like my apartment I have like two mates who, who they came over to mine chill for a bit they went downstairs filmed the TikTok in Canary Wharf it, it got 53 million views and they made like uh, I can't I think it was 70k in the day like 70,000 dollars in the 53 day 53 million fucking hell yeah. what just on a dropshipping ad just a dropshipping, yeah, drop dropshipping product, dropshipping ad. Like it was literally just, obviously, 
it was I don't think it was positioned necessarily as like an ad. Mm. It was more of just like um like just showing off a product, I guess. It was it was because here's the thing, a lot of the products on Citadel Organic are just unique products. They're just yeah, they're just kind of cool, I guess. Like and I've seen some of the most random products on Citadel Organic and I feel like that that's also kind of the the con. Is that like you can't just run like, I don't know, a product that that could work on Facebook ads because it hasn't got that like crazy factor of going viral. Mm. Because yeah, it's functional, but there's nothing cool about it that's going to make it go viral. So you have to run like some like just weird products that just are going to go viral, but they also they may not convert that well because no one actually really wants them. Yeah, yeah, agreed. How many issues have you run into like ad accounts and payment processes, if oh, anything? Man. Because th- th- that was probably one of the the big reasons that just eventually just turned me off drop shipping. It was like the fucking stress of. Yeah. I mean, ecom's always stress, but like particularly drop shipping when you know. Yeah, you run risk of that sort of shit way more. I've lost count. Honestly, obviously, because I'm a dropshipper, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's so many issues. Like, on the day-to-day, obviously, there's, what, payment holds. Yeah. There's, there's, there's ad account bans. There's all of this. Strike, I, I, it, it, it leaves such a sour taste in my mouth. And there has been times. Like, I did take a big break from Facebook ads because I, I kind of, I just didn't really have a system to just get around it. Like, I was banned on, like, pretty much all the accounts I had access yeah. to. But, like, now, yeah, I, I mean, I've got a nice setup where I've got got a verified bm i've got an agency account i've yeah, got a, a, a age profile so it's like ban me i dare you you know what i mean like yeah it's, it's it's difficult for them to ban me now i guess um and even if they did it should be quite easy to get it back like i don't know i don't know if you even obviously i don't know have you done much advertising recently i'm sure not i haven't oh i haven't myself no yeah i mean yeah i, I don't run out to myself anymore i mean I, I, yeah i won't be for the new brand either really got an agency well, doing that is, is it gonna be uh, this is one thing I also want to ask um, with, with the product is it advertisable I don't know, you know yeah it is I mean yeah. I'm doing a Q&A pod all about that shit tomorrow so we won't go into, into too yeah, much yeah. that but it is yeah um, I mean it's just a supplement this is the mm-hmm. thing it's like, it's like you were saying before like so many people think my product is a class A drug <laughs> which is probably good in a way because it's like that sensationalism and it's the way I'm marketing yeah. it and I want it to be controversial and polarising and I want people to say what the fuck is this and very marmite you know what I mean but it's just a supplement at the mm. end of the day. It's legal right, ingredients. You, yeah. Like, obviously it's legal. <laughs> like, it's, people think I'm selling a class A drug, so. It's definitely a TikTok organic product, <clears throat> I guess. That, that, yeah, that, 100%. That would do very well. That's the one thing, like you were saying before, like, it's a fucking, it seems like a gold rush right now. And mm. for the first time, TikTok is a platform genuinely where I feel like I, like I organically at my age don't really get it like I feel like I'm too old for it yeah. <laughs> so there's loads of guys on Twitter that I've been speaking to I'm gonna hire someone from Twitter basically mm. to just fucking run it organically and that seems like the new agency model like people are yeah. just or a new way of running an agency just people charging they seem to all be American right now but um, just charging you to run your organic TikTok mm-hmm. and I just mean, like I, basically promising I'm views. a client of that like you know what I mean like literally I'm oh, a client really? of that but yeah yeah as I said like obviously you know I got people yeah, working yeah. on my TikTok organics and that's I guess I'm a client of that you know so. how often does it like hit then because I guess obviously with organic you're not paying for ads but you're effectively paying for the person to run it and like influences and whatever I mean it really just depends how good they are you know what I mean like I'm I'm, I'm very new like, like I've literally just hired them very recently so mm. I guess it's I don't, I don't, I don't know as if I haven't really gone mm. viral you know um, but I've definitely had like you know like products that have gone semi-viral I guess nothing, nothing crazy I mean again I don't know. I, I can't really talk on TikTok organic at all because I'm not. I don't know anything. But I don't do it. I don't. I don't yeah. really want to. Like it's not really my type of field. I've always just been a paid advertiser guy, honestly. Mm. Because I feel like I'm. I'm pretty good at what I do when it comes to ads. Like, I kind of know exactly. What do to you do. run all your own ads still then? Yeah, 
every single one yeah I've tried That's hiring people but it's always just I think it's harder it. when drop shipping as well because yeah. like if you're like trying new products and shit it's like starting from scratch every time and, and yeah. I just think an agency couldn't really do that I mean, testing isn't that rocket science mm. so it's like I'm not going to hire an agency to test yeah maybe yeah. when you're at scale it makes sense but yeah man I mean I, I, I have media buyers in my agency anyway so, so like I've got like what, what, one media buyer and like it's, it's fine so I guess I can just utilise my own agency anyway but also me personally I'm, I, I, I like running out like, I kind of yeah. enjoy it I guess I used way. to fucking love it because like it's, just, it's just cool man like I don't know get the feeling just, it's like bang yeah. I spent like so. three hours a day like launching adverts yeah. and shit back in the day when did I you like wake up was it the first thing you checked your ads manager yeah so why did you launch an agency then if, if you're making all this money drop shipping I mean obviously you like launch it at the same time yeah but do you think there's a, there's obviously like pros and cons to both models I feel like people yeah. getting started genuinely say like should I start an agency I think mm. more people probably do that to be fair or should I try and get into e-com drop shipping build a brand etc etc you've obviously done both so you're probably quite a good person for people of a similar age or that are wanting to get into like the online business sphere yeah man which I sometimes forget is not what 99% of people do because like, it's easy to think oh, when you're in these worlds that I everyone just runs forget. an online business yeah like, I feel like we're in a bubble don't. we're literally in a bubble it is a bubble honestly huh. so what was the question I mean how do you think they compare and I guess why do you do both and so, having yeah. experience of both like what would you say to people that want to start so here's the thing it's like again like <clears throat> I'm not on the day to day <laughs> trying to build like you know the, the craziest agency right like it's not like I'm scaling it to like I don't know like a million a million pound months right now as of yeah. yet I definitely do want to take it like further and but I just haven't really like I guess I I, I don't know I've been sort of focused on like e-commerce stuff I guess so that, that's mm. sort of like that but it, it, again like on the side like the agency does well right it, it, it does right so that's kind of like I guess something I can never say no to and I've got clients yeah. that I've had for a while that I'm sort of you know working with and all that and it's it's just it's pretty sweet however um, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like when I'm doing dropshipping, I don't feel like I'm actually doing business. If that makes sense. I don't like, I, mm. I pretty much don't feel like I'm doing business. I feel like I'm, oh, I'm just like an internet kid just on my laptop. Yeah, I know what you mean. Whereas like- I used to feel that. This is the thing, like with, with the agency, like I feel like I'm actually running a business. I'm actually doing something, you know, I, I enjoy jumping on meetings with, with a, a prospect and, and, and closing them on a deal, you know, mm. that I know is gonna, is gonna make me like, I don't know, um, very healthy amount, you know, or just like a retainer as well, because obviously dropshipping as well. Like I've had months where I've gone from making, I don't know, what, 20, 30K in a month, like yeah, profit, to literally the next the month, thing. bang, I made, I made nothing. Probably lost, I don't know, a thousand testing. Mm. Whereas like the agency is just, it's just consistent, it's nice. So I can never say no to that. And as I said, man, like, I don't know, I, I just, I do enjoy getting on like sales, sales meetings. I do enjoy actually sort of managing like just the day to day of an actual business, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, it's more sustainable, like, I think, yeah. for sure. I think that's why most people, I, I definitely think there's more people starting agencies now than there are getting into e-com, whether that's trying to build a brand or drop shipping. And I, I always kind of joke that people run agencies because they don't have the balls to start a brand. And I, I still actually believe that, by the mm. way. Um, even for Ouch. all the people that run agencies <laughs> that are on that have been on the pod and shit. I mean, it's different for everyone, of course. I say that flippantly, but what would you do if you could only choose one? Oh, brand building. So like e for the long term, yeah, yeah, e-commerce. I mean, brand building, yeah. I mean, hundred percent because mm. an agency, yeah, it's cool, but like, it's you, you got to do some like crazy stuff to be able to hit like this crazy. And here's the thing with my agency as well. Like, 
it's so calm like, I, I just don't like it's, it's just alright I don't really think about it too much like you know mm. I, I, I probably work on it every now and again like every now and again but I work on it like I don't know on the do you run all the client ads yourself or do you outsource it I, well I've got a media buyer now right, um, yeah. so I guess we've got that but you know I still do like jump on it but uh, when it comes to actually like I don't know man to, to hit like the crazy go crazy with an agency and you know be, be, take it to the, the craziest level like you have to have like I don't know swanky office all of that like, mm. to do all that like I, I guess well you don't necessarily have to but at some point it's going to have to go a bit, a little bit more corporate yeah. Right. Whereas I don't know. I feel like with ecom and a brand, like even with Neon Beach, you, obviously it's, it's a mad story. But obviously you, mm. you took it to like huge level. I can't remember. Didn't you say you, you think it was probably one of the UK's biggest brands without like the least amount of people or something like that? I can't yeah, I think it probably was. I mean, definitely the the biggest I've ever seen like in terms of Instagram growth. Yeah. But it was yeah, it was a classic. Fucking grew too quick, failed too quick. But but that's what I mean, man. Like like that, you can't get that with like anything else. And also branding, you can express yourself. Yeah. Which which you've yeah. definitely done with. The <laughs> yeah, no, I, I spent yesterday fucking doing this 1980s shoot, which that, that will probably sick. come out by now. But yeah, it was, that was definitely me expressing myself. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I don't know, but also you know, I guess obviously, you know, I do all that. I, I don't know. I guess. I also I like I like an outlet um, so that's why I guess with Ecom I, I have ideas and I do have like you know certain brands that I want to build in mm. the back of my head and certain ones that I've, I've got in process of building which I don't I probably can't really touch on too much because obviously yeah. it's, I guess in, in the background but 100% you know that, that that's the long term vision is building a brand and using all these skills which I've learned from my agency and, for, and from Ecom because it's it's all at, uh applicable applicable yeah it's, it's all applicable right mm. so I don't know that's kind of a long term vision but also I guess um, yeah even with, even with the podcast you know I, I, I like having different different ways which I can kind of express myself and I guess that's also yeah. one that I've, I've been doing but yeah man so agency and dropshipping yeah. um, I feel like well I mean you're so young but like you've obviously been in the game a while like what is the plan in terms of you kind of touched on the fact that obviously dropshipping is pretty up and down. It's not that sustainable. I think it's more like, I've always viewed dropshipping, even I've seen it myself, as like a a great way to, if you can make it work, learn a lot of shit and make some money. And, and I, I still think that like the cash approach in like dropshipping, if it works, is better than building a brand until you potentially exit from it anyway. But yeah. like, are you already thinking about what you, I know you mentioned there's a few things working on in the background like is there anything pending soon or are you happy doing what you're doing now and just fucking see what happens because it's yeah, so it's, it's like am I just going to continue to just keep on doing dropshipping I, I definitely yeah. don't want to do dropshipping forever obviously you know I don't I don't think it's something that, 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 that obviously it's definitely good to, to get get started with and you know you can take it to some crazy levels you know however it's not like the long term play I'm sure obviously the skills from it yeah 100% obviously it's, you can use it for forever but yeah definitely branding wise is something that I want to get into and taking a lot of inspiration obviously from the stuff that you've done and obviously loads of other brands mm. um, I want to just build something that actually makes a difference right um, yeah. and I don't know I've, I've got a lot of things in my head of I guess what I want to do it's, it's I'm still like kind of you know work out the, 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 the full like long term play you know like dot to dot all of that like I guess exactly of you know how the future is going to be but mm. I'm sure there's so many you know different I don't know no, no one knows what the future can be obviously you, you can have yeah. the best idea I, mean, but I, I definitely didn't know I'd have done all the shit I've done when I was when I first started when I was like 20 mm. let alone fucking 18 well, actually I had a clothing brand when I was 18 but it was a piece of shit and did like 300 quid in revenue so yeah I, I think that's the thing it always makes sense looking back like it's, yeah. like people say that like Steve Jobs says that or whatever but it's fucking true like, I think for yeah 
yeah, anyone that's, you know, wanting to get started or has been in the game a few years and just genuinely if you're fucking young, which basically is like below 30, realistically. Mm. Yeah. Just fucking work on what's ahead of you and just... I feel like it does genuinely work itself out if you just put in the time and effort on something. This is, this is the thing that I feel like is so easy to get uh, the misconception or just kind of just become... Again, I, I literally see this whole world that we're in as like a bubble, like this mm. whole like online business space. Yeah. You know, because even the, the fact that it's brought like someone like me, you know, together with you, like, you know what I mean? Like the mm. fact that we've networked and stuff like that, like it's, it's nuts. Yeah. Like, like honestly, but think about it, obviously, if, if, I don't know, I was at university, I, would, I wouldn't meet like anyone in this sort of space. I wouldn't meet anyone who's, you know, I don't know, been through what, what you've been, I wouldn't be any, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, obviously. Um, so I feel like it's such a huge bubble, but also it's very easy to, kind of think like that I don't know that like, for example even me I'm like oh man I'm getting a little bit old now no, no, not, not, not that but I'm like I'm, I'm literally I feel like every now and again Don's I like need to 13. kind of remind myself you know like I'm like damn but I, I kind of feel like oh I need to get this stuff working now it has to happen now which yeah I guess is a good mindset but also it's kind of damaging I guess um, at times because mm. it's obviously putting on stupid pressure but I feel like also probably that mindset has also helped me push myself a little bit harder yeah fuck uh, we were saying in the sauna earlier actually like I I think about sometimes if I knew what I know now when I was say 18 like fucking hell like I'd probably be a billionaire by my age I mean maybe not but you know you need to teach me everything that you know please <laughs> I, I still feel like I don't know and it's, it's, there's always there's always levels in it like some yeah. of the guys I've had on this podcast like Jimmy from Hairburst for example who's financially the most successful person we've had on um in, it's particularly in ecom, mm. and yeah, like I, I I speak to him and I'm like, fuck, what, what do I need to know? Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, there's always someone yeah. with more experience yeah. or whatever. I think it's just getting in those rooms, which is the hard part. Yeah, that, that's 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 a lot, a big or, like, part of the getting battle, access. Hundred percent. Which brings me on to you, fucking like. So, did you finish school? Like, what or, do you mean? Or did you officially finish school and get like what I, I got? got grades. Yeah, I, I stopped, stopped, days? Yeah, I, I, I don't I, know. I, I got BTEC, so I guess. BTEC, B- yeah. BTEC business, BTEC law, BTEC IT. Yeah, that was. Right, okay. Uh, that was, uh, so you finished that though? Yes, yeah, so I, I, I got my grades, and but I stopped going to school. I guess like kind of. And six when did you move before. to London? I moved to London while I was supposed to be in school. Right. Yeah. So. Because uh, you live in Canary Wharf, right? It was yeah. It was literally this time last year. Okay. And what was the thinking there? Like, <laughs> was that because again, this is something someone who will DM me about. They're like, oh, I'm not around anyone that fucking. Mm thinks anything like me like I want to be an entrepreneur but I haven't even started and like right do you know what I mean so you obviously fucking move and you're like 17 to London that is pretty ballsy to be fair like what was the the situation did you know anyone did you go by yourself so literally man I knew I knew one person who was moving a few days after me to London that was it I didn't mm. know anyone in London I, I had pretty much I, I probably knew of some people I guess and maybe in the equal industry there's not too many to be fair I guess like if we're talking like dropshippers yeah <laughs> um, mass <laughs> but you know what I mean like I, I, I pretty much knew one guy um, Josh you know Josh yeah yeah, yeah, him, yeah. and he, he, he was moving like we were gonna like move together but we ended up getting our own place mm. um, so yeah I, I, I got my apartment I moved in a couple of days before him so he was the only person I knew mm. but 
pretty much honestly within like a week or two I'd networked like like mad like I had like a huge well not a huge circle but I'd had a, a very strong circle within like two weeks yeah um, and it's it's kind of funny it's because it's, 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 it's pretty much all the YouTubes that I used to watch when I was a kid like, yeah. when I was a kid when I was like you know what I mean a few yeah, years yeah. back you know like so that, that was kind of who I networked with because they all live in my building or a lot of them like live in my building mm. um, you know and I sort of met one of them and then they kind of invited us to a party and then from then on I'd met like loads of people and then yeah it kind of did that so but I feel like that's that's the thing like even like living in London like the type of people you meet are so different and even I always look back and I was like like especially when I was like 17 it's like damn like all my friends are like 20 21 like it's 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 it's, it's so yeah. different to just a two, like when, when I look back on I guess what my friends age should be like obviously if I was still in school like everyone's obviously the same age as you and everyone's exactly in the same sort of place but yeah, it, it was it was one of them decisions where it wasn't. I didn't move to London to network. I moved to London for a lot of reasons, I guess, um, to get out of my comfort zone, um, to literally kind of, uh, I don't know, become a bit more independent. I wanted to get that experience straight away because, you know, it's, it's yeah, easy. especially if you didn't go to uni and shit. Yeah, so you didn't like move away. That's that's one of the things that I said. I was like, you know, in like a few months' time anyway. If I was a typical typical person, I'd be going to university. So it's not actually that big of a deal. So yeah, like that's I guess that that was the main thing. And also yeah, networking of course because the networking you can do here is is, is a joke. Yeah. So how did you meet, for example, Josh then? Like because people don't even know where to like. I used to meet people, <laughs> people through Facebook groups, literally like really? econ Facebook groups. That was the thing back in like 2016. Full of scammers now. Yeah. 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 Um, a lot of them disappeared. <laughs> so I met met him through Instagram. I, I honestly I met my all my friends. Literally all my friends, except for like one guy, mm. um, I've met through like just Instagram and, and Clubhouse, you know, that Clubhouse. Yeah. That's literally it. Is like, that still a thing? I swear that blew up and it, disappeared. It, it blew up and like I was I was on it for, for I guess the time period that blew up, which was literally like two, three months mm. and then it just died out. It was just, yeah, no one uses it anymore. Um, or at least as far as I know, like I definitely don't. Um, but yeah, literally all my friends are from Instagram, I guess, women talking like e-commerce or, or yeah, like, yeah. Like, even you, like I met you through like Instagram. Yeah. Know? That that I mean it's crazy to put back on like literally my whole circle I guess is is people I met through online like I don't have and any friends from back home like putting yourself out there and sharing shit about ecom and that because again so many people message me mm. saying how do I fucking meet people and then it's like they DM me from an account with zero followers yeah. and a blank yeah. profile yeah. picture yeah. Yeah. it's like well I have no context on who you are what you're interested in like no one does but just this do you know what I mean so. so I knew that I had to like because obviously I had like a I guess personal Instagram account that I used when I was like in school and stuff and I was mm. like okay I really want to get into this e-com thing so I think when I was like 15 is when I started my account but the one I guess is my main one now yeah. um, so I started that account when I was like 15 years old and literally I had like no followers because I knew like obviously no one doing business but I literally just followed business people like mm. people who kind of in the position that I wanted to be and I guess every time I was on that Instagram I was getting motivated anyway and I was kind of you know learning let's say uh, even though I'm using Instagram stuff but you know what I mean I was kind of like getting some out of it yeah. a lot better than just I guess a standard Instagram where I'm just seeing like I don't know like just some random girls and stuff, yeah, you know what I mean mind. like but yeah like uh, pretty much yeah so I made the account purely just followed like people in the business space started like connecting with some of them as well um, and then I started also putting out documenting like uh, e-com it's funny actually I remember posting like um <laughs> Like 60 pound like Shopify screenshot for like a day and I was like yo you know what I mean I was like yeah. oh I'm coming up man but yeah I guess um, that, that's, that's one thing that I did is definitely make make sort of a new Instagram and this is one thing that I like to recommend to people as well is 100% like you know sort of make get, get, a, get a bit of a social presence it doesn't have to be like you don't have to be an influencer mm. you just have something where you can kind of connect yeah. with people and, and also people can understand who you are when it comes to like some context yeah so if you message them or do anything whereas yeah it's so true like 
you don't need a personal brand, but you need like something. Especially if you, if you document the journey, like, bro, I look back on it and like, all my stuff, like from obviously mm. if I go in the archives of the stories, it's, it's actually like, it's nuts to look back yeah. on. It's kind of yeah, like, yeah. damn. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I clocked, I had like nearly a thousand Instagram posts the other day and I was trying to work <laughs> out how the fuck it got to that because really? I've had an Instagram account like nearly 10 years, which is mad. But even then, that's like a post every three days for 10 years, <laughs> roughly. Like what? I, I don't know. I, like, I was looking back, scrolling back. Your, uh, just think, I, I must have just posted a lot of t- trash in the, the past. The dropshipping life. Yeah. <laughs> but it is quite cool to look back on, just even, even from a personal level. Like, I wish I'd done that when I was, as in, I'm glad I did that, but I wish I'd done mm. more of like, maybe not necessarily putting it online, but just like filming like Just moments having it somewhere where you can kind of like in a vault where you can kind of That's why I started using Twitter like six months ago because I think it's quite a, that's obviously more that you can share thoughts and shit rather so than just, just like pictures. an online notepad. That's how exactly, I see it. yeah. So, right. you know, in 10 years time, yeah. I can look back and say, oh, that's something I shared at the time, you know, about the business or whatever. Even like the whole, like uh, the Kanye documentary, man. This made me like, oh, I need yeah. to document stuff. Like, bro, it's... I think everyone's thought that recently. It's amazing. Like, I was thinking about how I could potentially even make start filming a documentary about building this next brand but like film it for like five years yeah, and then release crazy. it yeah. in five years I mean it's fucking mad like job and admin doing a documentary but I always find it crazy how like I guess Kanye was pretty much nothing and then like some guy was like yeah, yeah. film your so, whole life yeah he had he thought ahead and thought yeah that's mad yeah because it would be so sick to look back on yeah honestly Jesus. So yeah, that's actually something I would recommend a lot of people do is just fucking film more shit, even if it's just for personal use. Yeah, like, just document. Don't have to post 100%. it necessarily. Like, uh, just document. It's, it's, I always look back on it because it's just it's just cool to look back on. Like I don't actually like, I don't know. It's, it's just funny as well to look back on it. Obviously, just see you know what I used to do because again, like honestly, there's a good three to six months of pure me, me posting trading charts. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just start I just start laughing because I think everyone goes through it. So one it's been FX trader stage. Oh god. Especially when when you're it, like like when you're like naive. Yeah, like when, when I was young. like god like 14 15 it's, like, it's yeah. literally like cuz you get these flashy ads which you get from dropshippers very much mm. but you know you get especially like, the trading people you know you get so many flashing ads flashy ads it's like oh you know make make money overnight or Yeah. Whatever. A lot but, of that's gone away to be fair, isn't it? I think they've been regulated heavily by the FCA and so on. Yeah. Or like the CPA. Yeah, uh, yeah, facts. Stuff. A lot of people as well then, because I feel like I'm just ask, asking UDMs that I get from people that are similar <laughs> to you, so I feel like you're qualified to answer them. But like people ask me all the time, oh, is it worthwhile moving to like a big city? Like it's expensive and shit. Like, do you think that's been like net? But like, oh, it definitely has. But like, has that paid for itself in terms yeah. of like the actual expense of doing that? Obviously, you have to be in a position to be able to like move out and shit, especially to a place like London. But yeah. 100% it's expensive. I'm yeah. not going to say it isn't, like, especially, like, the area that I live in and even, like, this like, this place is amazing, you know. Um, mm. So just, you know, living in a nice a nice place, 100%, living anywhere in London is expensive, but especially if you want to live in, like, you know, a nice place. And, like, you know, I really wanted to have, like, the whole, like, all-in-one where you've got, like, a pool, like, yeah. gym, like all that. It's, it's just, it's just exactly. a nice touch, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, it's definitely expensive. However, 100% net benefit, I would say, like, regardless of even if, let's say, I spent all the money and I went broke, the experiences that I've got from from living here is, is mm. incredible, and again, like I was like, again, I mean, my sort of mindset was too. It was like, I'll, I'll be eighteen by the time like my tenancy ends, so it's like, I can't really lose. Like that, that, that by the time it ends, that's mad. But that, that's the thing. It's like I've, I would have already had a year of living like in London, like an area or whatever. So like, I can't really lose. So honestly, man, the experience has been crazy. Mm. Um, I've had yeah. I mean, there's been some things that 
just a lot's happened, right? Uh, there's a lot of business stuff, a lot of social stuff. Um, I've kind of, yeah, I've got out of my comfort zone so much. I feel like I've grown a lot as a person, you know? Because um, there was a lot of like me, yeah, like just, you know, on Zooms and stuff, like talking to people. But like being like actually there and speaking to people and, you know, actually, I don't know, connecting with um, just people who are doing just some, some really cool stuff. It just, just hits different. And, and you get, you can, by just being there, like I've got myself into rooms that I definitely would not have been able to get into if, if I did not live in London. Yeah. I think it's like a compound effect, isn't it? Yeah. Because I, I always notice, like some people seem to just hate London and some people love it. And <laughs> a lot of like grads move here and probably can't really afford to like properly live here and so on. And everyone's experience is different. But I always notice when I leave London and like go home to York or whatever, which I rarely do these days, and then I realised, oh wow, it's actually very different living in a centre of a big city. And if you want to think bigger and you know be motivated and have access to certain people, then I, th- I definitely think it's the right thing to do. It's, it's, but it's, yeah, it's just being self-aware because some people love that countryside I mean, existence. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's not it's not necessary, you know, to 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 to, to do big things you don't have yeah. to like there's countless people that have like just stayed in like the yeah there's people I've had in the pod yeah. that run big brands and I mean, like, like live at home yeah exactly exactly. but however like you know it's it's just it's just it's just you, you get experiences that you cannot get anywhere else mm. and I know like on Twitter it's like a big um, it's definitely like a trend to, to hate on London yeah as well. there's a lot of friends um, doing that yeah I don't know there's some points I guess we want to see things here and there like mm. you know compared to I guess you went to Brazil recently right yeah um, and obviously like I'm going to South America soon um, so I don't know like it's a completely different life there and yeah I guess when you think about it how how like I don't know like the London prices and a lot of it is pretty much just like hype I guess like if you think mm. about like apparently my apartment is worth a million a million pounds yeah or, or at like, least like, like, I would like, say like but what like how mm. like it's it's not it's not big it's not big it's a one bedroom apartment like it's it's what, I don't know 500 600 square foot oh what? it's pretty small yeah you know what I mean like yeah. that, 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 that's not grid. necessarily big like yeah like it's fine for one person mm. but like to be worth a million I don't know like I, but obviously that's just because yeah. it's in London because the area it's however like when you go to these places in South America I've even had like you know people even my media buyers from Colum- Colombia and like the money makes it goes so much further there you know um, so it's, it's yeah, just it's, it's, I mean, it's so different man. so have you done much travelling then because I, I did a lot of travelling like Bali Bali particularly I was worried yeah. about Bali it's sick but like I also kind of like take the piss out of people that and there's a lot on a lot of them on Twitter they're like shit on London and say oh like you, yeah. you get this Don that someone I'm thinking of I'm not going to say the name they'll like literally live it's on Alpha a, Don yeah <laughs> there's a lot of them but like X person will like talk they'll be like oh London shit and then this person lives on a farm in a in like a shed mm. in Paraguay and like yeah. goes, oh, I don't pay tax. <laughs> yeah, but you also don't know anyone and you live in a field. Yeah. <laughs> like, all I, right, cool. I, like, I, I see like kind of arguments are bad weather in London, whatever, but everyone's different, of course. But I think, yeah, I think it's important to experience different cultures and shit and thing, decide out, what you like. That's it, work out what's for you because there's there's so many ways that you can live life. Like you don't have to, you know, live in like, I don't know, like a penthouse or something mm. like that. That doesn't mean that your life's going to be good. Yeah. You know, but like, I guess, yeah, I don't know. I guess back to your question, have I, have I traveled a lot? I mean, I've been trying to make an effort to travel a lot more because mm. it's fun. And also because like, I, I do like getting all these like new cultures and experiences and especially recent. I mean, in the past year, I've traveled quite a bit, especially when I've been in London. And this is even why, um, 
you know, I could just extend my, like, my London contract, but it's like, no, I want to like actually travel also without feeling guilt of like, I guess just leaving my London like crib, like occupied yeah. for so long. Um, so yeah, that's it. I just want to just now, I guess it's kind of a fresh start. I can literally just travel. Um, I can go anywhere. I'm going to Argentina, obviously. Um, but I guess, yeah, I have traveled quite a bit and it's, it's, it's opened my eyes, I yeah. guess, to what, what, what there is in the What's world. What's the plan in Argentina for how long? Three, uh, around like three months. I haven't actually decided fully, but it, you going by yourself? Yeah, but I've, I've got family there. Yeah, but I yeah. want to get like my own like apartment, uh, I reckon. But yeah, so like that's kind of the goal. It's like a monk mode, I guess. Monk uh, mode. That's, that's, that's yeah. pretty much the, the, the gist of it. So hey, I'm man, just trying to made that phrase famous. Honestly, bro, I'm, I'm trying to sort of like yeah, just 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 sort of like focus in. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely think yeah. Anyone watching that's like young and. Yeah, I just think it's criminal not to travel and go to new places if you 100%. can, particularly if you're in the online space and just gives you a new perspective. And grass is always greener, I will say, though, because I think you always think, particularly when you haven't been to certain places, Bali, Brazil, fucking whatever, you think, oh, like, that's going to cure my hate for what I do in the UK or whatever. But everything has pros and cons. Mm. Like, for me, like, Bali and shit were sometimes it'd be like shitty weather here and I think it'd be lovely to go and get a bit of in Bali and just completely move away from London again but then it's like I think it's important to compound your social life as well in one place and like build a reputation in a certain place yeah like I, I think that's something you think about a bit more when you get a bit older but definitely important to try I mean, new places this is the thing that I always kind of like I'm like oh I just don't I can't answer this question and it's like I don't, I don't know if you can but like where do you want to live like I guess where, where, where do you want your like place of living to be for like the rest of your life I guess obviously you don't have to live in one for me spot, I think London settle. yeah you think it's going to be London that's like yeah because I can't and I've thought about this like I think my parents would love me to move back to like York but it's not for me I mean maybe when I'm like 50 years old I don't know but yeah. I just think London has the best mix of factors and in terms of like places to live I think it has the best mm. like there's so many sick areas that I think again you have to get really rich to live in the, the best pro- best places of any fucking city but yeah. anyone watching that watching this pod is trying to do that um, so yeah London for me I think I mean this is the thing I guess I like the idea of having like a village by the sea in Italy and shit but yeah, maybe yeah. More, more just for like a summer thing well like having like a um, I don't know like living living off the farm you know yeah I don't know I think that, that, <laughs> that would be that, boring that, after that, 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 I would definitely not be able to do that too. I can't even cook man everyone on Twitter <laughs> says that shit yeah, like a yeah. village by the sea and just like no GMOs. go off the grid like <laughs> fuck off like come on it's all just a big meme <laughs> but, what you, have, you, have you ever done that where they like actually gone off the grid no well obviously you've no. done like the whole like deactivate social media thing right yeah for a while yeah. and then but I, I wouldn't call that going off the grid you know but. I, I, I don't think I could do that again now because really I just there's so much benefit to again it depends on the context and the person but I think there's there's a lot I think it's net beneficial as an entrepreneur to share stuff that you're doing in terms of like the people you can meet mm. and the opportunities you can create yeah which is why I just I, I don't get it when I, I get like a random I get a lot of DMs these days off the back of this pod I get a random DM from some 21 year old that wants to go for a coffee and it's like it's an anonymous account you have no pictures of who you are anything you've ever done your profile picture is a, a pink t- screen like do you know what I mean so private account yeah I just think there definitely is benefit to putting yourself out there a little bit 100% like honestly, I recommend people do that the opportunities I've had from social media I mean I guess pretty much most of my opportunities are from social media if you think about it like yeah. if I didn't have a social media account like I 
I don't know, man. Like it's, it, it, I, I wouldn't. Bleak. I, I get so many opportunities from it. Like I even not, like so, bro. I can't even begin to explain the amount of like things that happen like on the day to day. You know, people that would approach me, people that I've met through social media. That, like as, as I said, all my friends. Like I, I guess I would have no friends if, if I ever did on social media. But mm. you know what I mean. Like I guess I guess that's sort of how I see it. Is yes, yeah, it's deaf. There's definitely a lot of like like cons social media. Yeah. But in the in the long in the long run, it's just I mean. Like also, it's it's net benefit, you know. That's a dog. Where is he going? <laughs> Start to burrow in the sofa. Yeah, no, I completely agree. What's the plan for the next year then? I mean, I always feel like I ask this as a question mm. when we're like wrapping up. But is that something you think about, at, particularly at your age, or are you just fucking trying to do an experience as much as possible? No, I, I've definitely, I've definitely <clears throat> sort of. <clears throat> coming across a plan I guess you know mm. I've learned a lot you know especially in the past like few months um the whole year that I've been in London you know um about like myself who I want to be my identity um that I want to sort of you know become I guess um and I guess the plan for the next year definitely like you know I still I still do dropshipping you know 100 percent um agency build that up I feel like I want to sort of focus on the agency a little bit more uh sort of build that up to a bigger level because also regardless like you can exit econ brands, cool, but you can also exit agencies. Yeah. Like people don't really talk about that. Mm, very true. Especially when you've got clients, especially when you've got retainers and it's, I mean, it's just pretty nice. However, I feel like I just want to just experience a lot and definitely in the next few months, I mean, I've got a lot of like trips planned, man. Like even, so I've got like Italy coming up uh, in the next like few weeks. I think Dubai, I'm going again for the podcast. Um, we're going to mm. film like, well, <clears throat> obviously you know Dude, like Arslan and stuff you know oh I mean? yeah like, you, you know. can film with him uh, I, I, I met, I met with him you copying all my guests can um, <laughs> what can I no, say I, I don't know but obviously I, I met him when I was in Dubai last yeah he's a good um, guy I mean <clears throat> um, there's, there's so many people in Dubai yeah, and there's yeah, so many people sure. like, in that sort of area that, that I'd love to sort of get, get on the podcast 100% yeah. And yeah he's a chill guy but also you know USA um, I'm going to Miami um, in like May time Miami's like, high risk what do you think I've been and it was a fucking bender Really? Yeah. Oh big man, time. I've never been US in my life, so I don't even know what to expect. Yeah. But I'm going Miami for like this. Crooked. I'm, I'm, I'm going for this like this. This it's, it's like an ecom thing. It's an ecom event. It's 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 on a super yacht. Oh really? It's, it's, nice. It's, uh, it's going to be like loads of people there, I guess, like in the the US space. So I mean, that's going to be interesting. Going to film a lot of podcasts out there as well, like with, I guess, like I don't know, US dropshippers and, and yeah, US e-commerce yeah, yeah. people and just US whales, I guess we'll say. US whales. Uh, <laughs> Um, so that's kind of the plan in terms of that but then you know then I'm going to Argentina um, and then I'm going to live there for a bit three months kind of just I don't know maybe discover a little bit more about myself in general again um, learn Spanish mm. which I have to do because you know yeah. a lot of my family is Spanish um, especially obviously over there you know, they're all Spanish so I, I can't really like speak to myself so it's, it's kind of difficult yeah. so I need to learn Spanish man like it's, it's something I have to do um, continue to run it up I guess in, in between uh, that's, yeah. that's sort of the plan um, but then I guess from then Travel a little bit more. I've never been Bali. Would would like to do that. Yeah, that'd Bali's be, that'd be sick. Good. You said I've heard a lot of good things. I think about it's it open me. up again now. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I want to go again. I've not been like two and a bit years now. It's fucking mad. Didn't you say that it's kind of hard to focus there? I mean, yeah, there are a lot of distractions. I think that's always the case with traveling anywhere. To be honest. Yeah. But you can get like a sick villa set up. There's a lot of like nomads and like online people there. I think it's a great place, particularly for like people getting started in the online sphere you think to go to is pretty cheap well yeah it's cool. super cheap I believe nice weather generally yeah 100% so I, yeah I definitely want to visit Bali um, and then I guess kind of working out where I want to settle down and 
I don't know, it could be London. Mm. It could be, I don't know, Dubai. It could, it could be anywhere, man. I, I yeah. don't know, I don't know. Um, but, but there's loads of places. Dubai, yeah, I think a lot of people are tempted by Dubai. What, what do you think about that? Like like the whole like Dubai thing? It's like, personally not for me. But even with like person, zero. Everyone bangs on about like zero tax. Yeah. Like, what is that the only factor of, of life? Mm. Like, it's not in my opinion. Um, I just I just don't like the fakeness of it. Why? It's, not, it's great weather, but yeah. I, th- I actually think having great weather all the time I would personally find quite distracting because I'd be sunburned. Well, I'd want to sunbathe all the time. Maybe I'd get old, get old a bit or whatever. But um, yeah, it's just not for me. I think the whole culture is very. I mean, it doesn't really have one. It's kind of like fake, and it's basically a new country, isn't it? Like, it's hundred percent. Basically, become a thing in like pretty much the past ten years. There's a lot of great parts of it, but yeah. I always just feel a little bit uneasy in Dubai. I don't know. Like, it's just not for me. There's a lot. Of I think like- it's great for holiday. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. want to live there. I, I went there for the first time recently, and yeah, like there's a lot of the, you know the, the cringy like you know Brits. Obviously, it's there's become also, like there's, there's like Essex abroad almost. Ex- exactly, and there's like you know the the, the influencers there, or like the, the random like women that have been flown out by like Wayne Lineker or something. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I think, there's pretty much like no. Well, I think people have said this like jokingly, like there's no like organic women that you can pull on a night out in Dubai so you know take from that what you will but good yeah I mean whether that's true or not I'm not entirely sure I, I don't even think I'll be able to go on an hour I think you have to be 21 to train yeah it's 21 yeah <laughs> oh god I think but nah it's, it's not for me but I mean a lot of people love it the so. thing is, is I guess to be fair I I'm really bad with the cold weather I, I can't lie I don't, I don't know what it is and this is what I've sort of learned when in London because I don't even go out like I've got balcony amazing view but it's like I don't really sit there. And mm. I don't really actually do anything there. I've got chairs, but I don't actually, like, I, I'm literally, I'm like, I, I really like the idea of it. I romanticize it, but I'm like, I go out, outside to sit there and like do some work and I'm like, man, it's too cold. And I just yeah. go straight back in. So I guess maybe doing like winter there because you only have to do six months. Yeah. That's yeah. one thing potentially, but I, I don't quote on this there being good. I, Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not fixated on, on anything like that and that's that's months to come. But that's always an option, you know, I guess there's obviously zero percent tax. I, I did get shafted this year, to be honest with you, with tax. I can't lie. Uh, I, I wasn't very that, smart. That's the way something I said that it. no dropship is, well, not just dropshippers, but particularly, you know, just young entrepreneurs don't speak about. Yeah. Is any of that, Partic- particularly dropshippers, because like often I mean, there's like due space. Pay it, to be fair. Yeah, no, exactly. But yeah, I think that sort of shit, it's like stuff that makes you grow up. Did you ever have any like encounters like that, I guess, where you? Yeah, I mean, the one thing I think I've, said it on episode 20 which is actually filmed in Dubai the biggest error I made and like in that realm of things was spending a load of money from the business not really thinking about it and then having to pay myself a massive retrospective dividend which basically means paying you end up paying a massive tax bill on money that you've already spent so the right. tax bill is then paid from another future dividend oh man so it becomes a very vicious cycle yeah and yeah, I ended up having to pay myself like a 350 grand dividend, which is ridiculous because I, I didn't even think I spent that much money. Yeah. And that's just like personal money. So like shit like cars, traveling, watches, really? meals out. But I don't regret it to be honest because- Did, did you go extravagant? Obviously, yeah, there was like I nice I never cars. thought I did really, but I mean, I obviously did. <laughs> I mean, it does well, add up like you don't realize at times especially even me yeah it's like, oh, this damn, is when I was like 23 a few years ago like yeah. primarily but again I don't regret any of it no way no fucking way. I've done especially some, 23, done like, some that's, sick shit that's it like it's stupid young like you can't lose at these ages you know yeah it's just like I think broadly speaking like you know accounting taxes like 
what's what's a business expense, what's not, all that sort of shit is stuff that no one's ever going to speak so about boring. in the Twitter sphere. It is so boring. But, no, no but, one, it's, it's just, but then at the same time, it's stuff that you don't, how, how could you know? Because exactly. you come out, you drop out of uni, you don't go to uni, you finish school, you start a fucking business. Like, there's no resource for that. But it's like, they don't they don't want you to, I, I don't know why they don't even touch no, on it at all in true. schools. I think, is, I think it's a, a massive problem. This, this is something I'm very passionate about, like the whole the whole school system. Yeah. I, I Honestly, like, because I've been in it very recently, right? Mm, and I true. remember even ever since the age of like, you know, 13, 14, like just sitting in classroom, I sort of learned this whole like, got into this whole like self-improvement world, uh, like space and I, I learned that there's actually something more to life than just the whole uh, typical route that you're kind of, I guess, I don't know, maybe forced or brainwashed yeah. into, I guess. Um, there's so much more to it and, and literally from, from from whenever I sort of learned about that and that point, it's it was kind of just painful just being in lesson because it's like, what, what am mm. I even doing here? You know, like... Yeah, I, I'd be interested to see what happens with like the school system and probably more particularly like the uni system because that's something mm. you don't have to do but a lot of people still do. But I don't have the answer for that. I wonder if 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 the rate is is, is less now. I, I I actually don't know. Maybe is there more or less people going to uni? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what. I think it's great. Uni is a good thing to do for the majority that don't that, that don't have another plan, which I didn't either. Which is why I went because I wanted to. It's a good way to get away from home, meet people. There are good parts, but yeah, I just think like I think stuff like the you know business degrees and so on and. I think that is kind of worryingly, worryingly outdated, and in, in, in a lot in a lot of cases, it's it's, it's very expensive as well. For, yeah. I guess for what for what it is like, I, I don't know. But also then also there's there's the whole mindset of like people like in a second in, like they're just because it's, it's just preconceived. It's like yeah, I'll go to uni, I'll, I'll pay nine thousand a year, like that's 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 fine. Mm. But then when it comes to investing like the smallest amount in yeah, yourself, I mean, like it, it ultimately is the system, and like yeah. it's not even a conspiracy. It's just it's literally what it is but I don't, I'm not sure what a better answer is for most people because that's the thing I think, I think people have to remember when they are like in the entrepreneurship space or whatever, like most people aren't. And by definition, most people can't be because if, if everyone was, then they would, this, it wouldn't work, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it wouldn't but, but do, do you mathematically think work. Do you think maybe they're sort of neglecting some people that have maybe that potential but, but aren't? even exploring it because they don't I guess yeah probably because I, I feel like all of us are in this space because we got exposed to it you don't just randomly just you, you know what I mean like you don't randomly just think oh I want, I want to do e-commerce you need to yeah. get exposed to it at some point but yeah. there's no real outlet for it to be exposed especially in the whole school system which is what everyone does so I, I don't know I feel like there should be at least something that you know they they, they do classes on on so many things like uh, like, like obviously you've got like I don't know P you got, you got like obviously mm. sports like you know you got you got so much going on you got science you you got whatever, but I don't know I don't understand why there isn't like kind of a, a class where you could like open your mind or even just like you know uh, a workshop or something like that where it could kind of like open your open your mind a little bit because yeah there's business class but that is not business at all yeah I mean <laughs> like honestly man I don't have the answers to that I think maybe one day I'll, you know maybe you should go and step in parliament or some shit and try and oh, make yeah, a man. difference <laughs> ultimately that's where this sort of shit you know gets decided I, I, think. I don't think I, I don't mean, think I don't think they want to make a difference especially yeah, with the, I'm the, not sure. the way, how much money they're making from, from the whole the whole system yeah facts I mean yeah it's a crazy yeah, one like exactly. the, if they wanted to make the a whole uni thing and could speak about for hours yeah but, man yeah I think it's hard it's hard to suggest an alternative and people get so heated when it's like well you know survivorship bias or whatever like it's mm. easy for people to say that don't need to go to uni or but everyone's different 100% but yeah it's a hard one because 
I was so frustrated when I was there. I was like, the fuck is this? But that was my experience. Did Some you, people have great did you spend experiences. spend a lot on like your degree? Like, I don't know, how did it work out? Because obviously you stopped going right, you dropped out. Yeah, so I, I don't even know. Yeah, I guess I paid for two years or whatever. Do you just charge it to the game? That, that kind of... I don't actually know. I, I think... I think I haven't paid it back yet. Really? I don't know. I haven't actually checked. I don't even know how that works. It's, it's one of those things. <laughs> you scammed I, I probably them. need to pay it back. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll probably <laughs> Some interest is probably added up. and. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll probably get a letter from HMIC after this podcast. All right, to close things out then. Yeah, man. And I feel like this is an interesting question to ask when you're still 18, but I guess you've been doing like five years. Like, What three bits of advice would you give to your 14-year-old self? And I guess to like anyone that is kind of that sort of age and they watch this sort of shit... They know they don't want to go down a traditional route. Okay, that's a good question. Um, Interesting way to reflect. Yeah, honestly, I feel like the main thing is kind of just take a step back. Don't don't rush into anything because that's kind of what we're told to do. Like we're told to pretty much do, you know, what what, what they want us to do again. Like the whole system. Like it's kind of like you you do. It's so easy to sleepwalk into just decisions which mm. are being made for you, not being made by you. Yeah, sleep well, it's a good way of right. putting it. So that's, that's the, the very first thing that I would say is kind of just take a step back and actually decide for yourself, have a, have a think and actually, you know, work out kind of what your passions are or at least obviously you don't have to work out your passion, but work out what it is that you like doing and then think, you know, okay, what can I kind of do to, to, to get close to this? You know, you actually need to know for a fact that you can do pretty much anything. Right, that, that's, that's, that's very like, you, you can do pretty much anything in, in, in this life mm. obviously that, that you get given. Um, because limiting beliefs are just a huge thing which kind of set, set people you know st- stop them from, from doing what they what they want to actually want to do you know and also other people's opinions so I guess that's probably the second thing is just yeah. don't listen to anyone and that's I guess why I didn't even want to tell people because I just knew that it would get shut down and it did get shut down I was literally I remember I've, I've, I, I, there was a math class that I was in once and I was, I was this one guy was f- fully just laughing at me in my face when I said I was an entrepreneur so you're not an entrepreneur like, you know what I mean? It's, mm. It was just, it's, it's, it's funny to look back on now. Um, but it's just something that always sort of sticks with me. Yeah. Um, because, and that's probably one of the reasons why I didn't really tell many people. And that's probably one of the reasons why I made a new Instagram because I didn't want it to, anyone to sort of like, you know, sort of see, you know what I mean? I guess that, that's kind of one of the things, but you know, not to say that you shouldn't tell people what you're doing, but it's, it's literally just don't, don't, don't care what these people are thinking. You know, mm. I didn't even want, want that, that to start, but yeah. Um, and then the third thing, you have to be prepared to just obviously fail, of course. That's standard. <laughs> but, but, but the way that I see it, right? The way that I see it purely is that you have to purely fail enough to deserve to win. And that's, that's, I that's see you that. tweeting about this, this all the time. Bro, that's it's like your phrase. The, exactly. The, the second I actually first like said that, I was like, damn, that's actually so true. Yeah. Because a lot, a lot, I've, I've took so many L's and we all have, but it's like, that's fine. Like you have to just, you, you have to, I have people that come to me, they're like, oh, I tested one product. I spent, I spent 200 pounds and I made nothing, man. This is, this is so long. I'm like, yeah. fair enough, man. You do your thing. Because like, obviously you don't have the right mindset. I came into it knowing that I was going to lose money. I came into it. I, 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 I didn't care what I sort of got back. I actually didn't, I didn't never even thought, of, this is the thing. I never even thought of the numbers. I didn't glamorize 1K days. I didn't glamorize all the, you know what I mean? Like, like to, to get started at it. Cause obviously everyone sort of, puts like one kid mm. in the pedestal to get your breakthrough, I guess. Yeah. That's sort of, I guess what I've seen. But I didn't even think of the numbers until I started hitting them. I was like, oh, whoa, okay. I can actually, you know, you can hit 10K days. I, I didn't even realize that 10K days was possible. 
honestly yeah. when it came to like dropshipping and stuff the most i'd ever seen is like 3k days up mm. until i started hitting these 10k days yeah and i'm like wow okay you actually can be you know i don't know 16 and, and, and not never sorry but but, but generating yeah, you know, yeah. around a million like what, what i didn't even think about it into i didn't even think it was possible until until it sort of happened but mm. I guess went on a bit of tangent, but that's that's pretty no. much how I see things. But I don't know. Yeah, I guess maybe I said three points there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, man. Yeah, you, your perspective is particularly interesting. That's why I want to get you on because often I forget that even like the stuff I speak about is quite far removed from people that are literally like 16, 17 and haven't even started because I, I often feel like that was so long ago for me. It's not that long ago for me, but like I can't really relate to a 16 year old that's got 50 quid and doesn't know how to start now because it's kind of hard to give advice to people like that. Mm. So I think your perspective is more interesting because it's more recent and yeah, I think fucking hell for an 18 year old doing something right. Yeah, yeah. So. No, and I appreciate you having me on, man. Honestly, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, always, always. Um, as usual, subscribe to the fucking pod. More episodes every week. Um, trying to step up the production quality. There's three three angles in this one. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, and yeah, just share it with a friend. We are yeah doing 52 episodes this year. I think this is episode 31. I'm enjoying it. It's always therapeutic. And we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers for watching. Peace. Peace.